0: On the Northland Outdoors Radio Network, this is Northland Outdoors Radio. For the next hour, we'll give you the latest on fishing, hunting, and spending time in the outdoors all across the Northland. Welcome to Northland Outdoors Radio. Now here's your host, Brett T-Bone Amundsen.
1: Well, thank you for tuning in all across the Northland Outdoors Radio Network. From Ely to Worthington, Park Falls, the Devil's Lake. Each week we talk about the outdoors right here on this very radio station. Thank you, station. We're going to be tra- we were going to be traveling to Devil's Lake this weekend to chase perch, but we ended up having a, a few things come up instead. We're just going to talk about it. Zippy Dolph and the Perch Patrol will get us the latest fishing and ice conditions report. We're also going to uh, dig into the spring snow goose season. It's technically a conservation order. How did we get it? How did we get that season? We'll talk to one of the main guys responsible for us being able to, being able to hunt snow geese in the spring, Dr. Robert Rockwell. But first again, ladies and gentlemen, the Northland Outdoors staff. Woohoo! Greg, <laughs> Greg Kaiser, come on down. <laughs> Brian Peterson, you're the next contestant on the Northland Outdoors Radio. Right on, Brett. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, DJ Becca Clemens. Becca, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been on a, a Foo Fighters kick lately, so uh, that's what we got this week. Uh, how was your week? Awesome. Yeah? It's, uh, it's spring, it feels like. Yeah, it does. Sounds good to me. Now, uh, speaking of spring, you guys are aware that we have a spring season on snow geese, correct? Yep. Yep. Do any of you know why we have it?
0: Snow geese are bad. Yes, they
1: are. <laughs> well, if you're as interested in waterfowl hunting or snow geese, biology or ecology of the Arctic, you're going to love this interview that we got on the show uh, this week. Rocky, as I call him, Dr. Robert Rockwell is literally one of the people that made this hunting season happen. He's been studying waterfowl around Hudson Bay for some 40 years or something like that. And, uh, and we got him. We got him. On the show later this hour. So you guys are all probably thinking that we're going to do, what, some snow goose trivia, right? This week? Perfect. Nope. We should have known.
0: <laughs> get our hopes up and then squash them.
1: <laughs> Maybe next week or, uh, or the week after. This week, however, we're going to talk perch. Since we originally planned on being in, in Devil's Lake this weekend to get on the big lake to chase these tasty footballs, they're going to change the perch limits on Devil's Lake, sort of. The, the daily limit is 20. It's going to stay that way. But the possession limit will be going from 80 fish. You could keep 80 perch, oh my like a four-day limit of perch, Uh, They're going to knock that down to 40. So a two-day possession limit, that's uh, consistent then with the rest of the state. So that change coming to Devil's Lake. So now, ladies and gentlemen, Northland Outdoors Radio presents More Than You Ever Wanted to Know About Perth. Now, the yellow perch is a freshwater fish native to much of North America. They have a yellow to brass colored body in a distinct pattern, consisting of five to nine olive green vertical bars at each side. Question, Question number one What is not another common name for the yellow perch? Is it A, raccoon perch, B, striped perch, or C, perch burglar? Robber, 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 <laughs> Becky, you can go first. I'm going to go with C. Brian?
0: Um, I wish it wasn't C, because that would be a really cool name for a fish. But <laughs> I'm going to go with C.
1: And Greg?
0: I actually call them perch burglars, so I'm going <laughs> to go with A. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it is uh, C, of course, perch burglar. Uh They are called raccoon perch or striped perch occasionally. They're also called jumbo perch. What is the world record jumbo perch? Is it A, two pounds, eight ounces? 12 pounds, one ounce, or C, four pounds, three ounces. Brian? Mm, Gotta be C. C, (laughs) Is that a golf girl in the background? Did I just just make a five footer? Greg? (laughs)
0: That sounded like you missed.
1: I'm gonna go with the two pound. Two pounds, eight ounce. What did you say, Greg, Uh, Brian, C? Uh,
0: Said four four and change, yeah.
1: And uh, Becca? I'm gonna go with two as well. Two pounds, eight ounces. The correct answer, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, four pounds and three ounces. (laughs) And it was (laughs) 18 inches long is how big that perch was. That is a huge, huge perch. It was caught in 1865 in New Jersey, and it's the longest standing record for freshwater fish in North America. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Question number three. The official name is Perca flavensens. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I could be a little wrong on that. It's, that's that doesn't the way it's, sound good at all. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Latin name for it, and that that Latin name means what? A, dinner for walleyes? B, becoming gold? Or C, fish that show up in the flasher but are too small to bite? <laughs> Greg. Uh, I'll go with A. A. Uh, You said dinner for walleyes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is just getting goofy now. Brian? There should be an all the above,
1: but I'll go with B. B and Becca? I was going to go with B, too. B. (laughs) B. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what that one was. Oh my God. The, the correct answer is B, becoming gold. The Latin name, Flavincense, means becoming gold. All right, uh, question number four. Perch can be found all over North America. Currently, they cannot be found in A, Devil's Lake, B, Leech Lake, or C, My Freezer. <laughs> What, what are we playing for <laughs> that's what, a good question do i
0: need to be serious or can i have some fun or doesn't it really matter you can guess whatever you want to all right? right um i don't think there's i haven't heard of one being cotton leech do you uh, want to phone a friend uh, <laughs> the helpline no i think i'm okay greg certainly your freezer sir and becca
2: i'll be different and i'll just say what was the other one <laughs> Let's just... just, Devil's
0: Lake. Devil's (laughs) Lake. There we go. Let's just...
1: Okay. Currently, they cannot be found in C. My freezer is the answer we were looking for, because yes, they are in Devil's Lake and Leech Lake. All right. Question number five. So kind of a trick question. (laughs) More than Yes, very much. (laughs) Most of these are. More than you ever wanted to know about perch. Question number five. How old do perch typically get? Is it A, nine to 10 years old? B... Old enough to get into an R movie. Or C. Old enough that they should finally move out of their parents' basement. <laughs> Becca. I'm going to go with R movie. R movie. Greg. A. A. And C. I meant to play that for Becca, actually. <laughs> not. And, and Brian. What is, what's the going right now for an R movie? How old do you got to be? 17. 17. Uh, I'll go with A. All right. A is the correct answer. Nine to ten years, ladies and gentlemen. The crowd goes wild. <gasps> Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> no, Close that was un- just for me. Close enough. Anyway, there you go. More than you ever wanted to know about per here on Northland Outdoors Radio. So, Becca, I was reading the Northland Outdoors website the other day and noticed there was a, a, a wolf spotted in the Baxter Brainerd area. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, one of the sixth graders for the middle school over there. Um, caught a wolf crossing the road when she was on her way to school in the early hours uh, this past week and um, snapped a pic and uh, I think told the police about it and they um, they were aware of it. They told the DNR about it and, and they're not actively pursuing the, the wolf but they do know kind of in the range where it is and it, it did seem injured and
0: everything so they just wanted the public to be aware of it. So.
1: It seems like that's kind of what happens, right? When, when, I mean, wolves get spotted in the northern part of the state quite a bit, not as often here in the central part of the state, that Brainerd-Baxter area, but when they're injured, that's when people seem to, I think, see them more often. And actually, that's, Greg, I mean, that's when wolves tend to be more dangerous. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. My, uh, my wife was out for a run the other night, <clears throat> and I had uh, conveniently borrowed her headlight so she didn't have it for her run, and she was running right there uh the day before that wolf was spotted so. in the dark thanks to you in the dark thanks to me with no light so <laughs> it's uh it's pretty wild but yeah they're not uh, not to be messed with when they're injured so that's pretty spooky I, I looked on the map where that picture was taken and it's literally right by the middle school in town so oh, yeah that uh, is that's bad
1: and and the fact that you know some some photographers will go their entire lives trying to get a picture of a wolf and never do and here. a sixth grader it's a, yeah. a picture On their phone. of this one. But we have, we, we have the picture at NorthlandOutdoors.com. We also have exclusive audio. Uh, since this is a radio show, I didn't bring the video recorder, but I went out and found this wolf and I, I recorded audio.
0: You <laughs> cooperated. Good Some
1: audio. Here it is. Exclusive audio, courtesy of Northland Outdoors Radio. there there you go the wolf
2: Jimmy's Uh, in the well what (laughs) oh
1: gosh All Um, All right. right. I know you guys gotta go back we don't have uh, any. we're running out of time here but I know you guys have been busy working on the new magazine uh, the new Northland Outdoors magazine you can subscribe for free right now at northlandoutdoors.com and it's not always gonna be free so I don't want people to think oh it's it's a free magazine why would I want that no it's only free for a limited time subscribe now at northlandoutdoors.com you guys have to get back to uh, working on it but uh, that's gonna be what coming out in a couple of weeks right guys on the streets so to
0: speak in about two weeks
1: and uh, we're gonna have uh, maybe some names that we'll recognize will be contributing to this magazine
0: yes uh, Brad Dawkin, who is the outdoors editor for the Grand Forks Herald Jim Calcafin who was associated with the pro walleye uh, trail some
1: very cool pictures are gonna be in this
0: yes uh, we'll also be uh, talking about and telling the story of one of the uh, members of the famous Linder fishing family
1: Some unbelievable stuff. You're going to want this magazine. Subscribe now at northlandoutdoors.com. The Northland Outdoors radio staff, congratulations. Thank you for being on the show, guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice
1: job. Dr. Robert Rockwell is on the way. The research he was a part of is why we have a spring snow goose season. He'll explain how it happened later this hour. And when we come back, how does a guy get the nickname Zippy? Zippy Dolphin, the Perch Patrol on Devil's Lake will tell us next. Your new neighbors are calling. Lake life doesn't have to be just on the weekends. Living at the lake is a real option and it's available now. The Lakeshore Kings are the go-to guys when it comes to real estate in the lakes country. Whether you're buying or selling your home, lot, or commercial property, contact Lakeshore Kings today. You don't have to be in the market for Lakeshore property, but it might be a lot more fun if you were. Contact Steve Leary or Preston Peters of Exit Lakes Realty at 218-821-5655. That's 218-821-5655 and begin your life at the lake today. This is Northland Outdoors Radio. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'm Brett Amundsen, and the Northland Outdoors Radio Network can be heard all across the Northland. And a couple of weeks ago, we added a few more affiliates in Devil's Lake, North Dakota, AM 1240, KDLR. That's on Saturdays at 10 a.m. And on the FM side, 96.7 FM, KQZZ, Sundays at 7 a.m. So if you're... If you're listening to the show right now, it's Saturday, you're in Devil's Lake, and you missed something, you can tune tune in again tomorrow to hear it at 7 a.m. in Devil's Lake on 96.7 FM. That's where our next guest lives, works, and plays, Steve zippy Dalt from the Perch Patrol. Zippy, how are things going?
2: Wonderful, Brad. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're uh, out here fishing and uh, doing pretty good this morning so far.
1: First of all, how do you get a name like Zippy? Just curious.
2: (laughs) Well, it's, uh, comes, when you're from Devil's Lake, everybody's got a nickname, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> mine, uh, has kinda got a little unique story. I, I used to love it when I was a little kid when the carnival came to town for a week or whatever. And I was finally tall enough to ride the big rides, and I got on one of them wristband days where you could ride all the rides for six bucks or whatever they charged, and, uh, I rode a ride called the Zipper 23 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Finally, the,
2: finally the long-haired, uh, guy smoking a cigarette run on the right uh, told me to beat it so (laughs) my buddies that were with me called me zippy and uh, the name stuck so here i am now it's not hard to anybody knows my real name my real name is steve so (laughs) i I, guess uh it is what it is
1: why is it when people think of devil's lake in the winter they think perch why is devil's lake so famous for perch fishing in the winter
2: it's always been a good perch fishery you know you always hear the glory days back in the 80's and you know there there actually wasn't limits on perch here for, <laughs> for quite a while and uh, of course now the limit is 20 a day per person but uh, it's always been a one heck of a perch fishery I think it has a lot to do with our our forage base here mainly being freshwater shrimp, and I think that's why they do so well and, and flourish as they do. They, get, they grow fast, and they get real big and, and plump, and their Devil's Lake has always been home of the jumbo perch.
1: Walleye fishing there in the winter is pretty good, too, isn't it?
2: It is, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. we got to target every species separately here. We also have a great northern pike fishery as well, but uh, every, you know, I get calls all the time from, from guests that have a, an upcoming trip and <laughs> they want them all, you know, and it's like, well, <laughs> you got to kind of calm them down a little bit because, you know, we end up, uh, we'll, we'll be in the lake is so big, we'll end up perch fishing 40 miles for, you know, away from where there's a northerner or, <laughs> or a walleye. So sure, you I- got to kind of, Pick your poison at the beginning of the day and and, uh, concentrate on that species.
1: And I want to talk about big pike here in a couple of minutes. uh, Talking with Zippy Dahl here from the Perch Patrol on Devil's Lake on Northland Outdoors Radio. You're out there fishing right now. You're out there, obviously, every day. How has fishing been for for perch and and walleyes, for that matter, lately?
2: Well, we have enjoyed a phenomenal year so far. Um, You know, we're a little bit behind in challenge with the La Nino winter we've having as every, the whole ice belt is experiencing. Um, you know, we don't know how long we're going to get out here, but uh, we've got 24 inches of ice, and we're driving our trucks, and we haven't really experienced much deterioration as of yet. So... Um, I forgot one of your questions.
1: <laughs> That's all right. We were talking about how the fishing has been, but I did want to talk about ice ice conditions too because there's uh, there's definitely been some some situations uh, in different places. You know, some cars have gone through on different lakes. And when I was up in Ely a couple of weeks ago, there was definitely a lot more snow up there. So there was a, a pile of slush. We weren't driving on the lakes there. I was at Eel Pout last weekend. And uh, granted, they have drivable ice there, but during the festival, they didn't want that many that much weight on the ice so they had a vehicle restriction there but you guys are out driving around without any issues for the most part
2: yeah we you know we had we had a lot of snow early in our winter you know december i think we had 16 inches of snow but um it was you know we were still able to drive pretty much anywhere we wanted uh we had a a january thaw that melted most of it and of course we had some slush issues here too but uh, we got about a ten day span where we had some pretty darn cold temperatures, 20, 20 below zero and that really firmed things up for us and uh, it kinda made our winter really. So um you know, there's been some vehicles going going through here too, mostly, you know, along the shorelines. You know, thank God nobody's been everybody's been able to get out and nobody's gone down with a vehicle, so it's been a little bit of that here too. But Sure. Just gotta be, be just
1: gotta be smart about it out
2: there. Exactly.
1: There's two fish on Devils Lake that do seem to get overlooked a little bit, the white bass and the pike. Have you have you been seeing some big pike come out through the ice this winter?
2: Well, we honestly haven't fished pike a whole lot. Uh, we did have one guy fishing yesterday with two guys, and they got their 10, and, and I think they averaged 6 to 8 pounds. They had one like 12-pounder or so. Our perch fishing, we've had one half of a year. It's been, you know, we're maybe not seeing as many uh, you know, 13, 14-inch perch as we're used to, but We've got a, a class from 2013 hatch that uh, is unbelievable. Most of our perch right now are in that 9 to 10-inch range. In two more years, those perch will be 13, 14 inches, and it'll be, it'll be a boom just like we experienced two years ago. So, But I will say we've had a lot of two-pounders this year, and that's a 15-inch perch to make two pounds. Uh, probably had, you know, ironically... We we'll probably had more of them this year than, than we ever have. So well, um, there's fish of all sizes. It's just that them you know a lot of them are in that nine to ten inch range.
1: I saw that Jeff Anderson or, or Jiggy was up there uh, slamming white bass the other day. It looked like he was having fun doing that. But he also showed uh, a, a fish about a fourteen inch perch that somebody caught up there. So there are some nice ones coming out of there.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, we did a show with him, and it was uh, we had a great time. It was we got on some big perch. and It'll be a good good episode. So we're looking forward to seeing that next next fall. Well,
1: it looked like he had fun with those white bass, and I know people line the banks and will fish for them in, in open water too. What do people do with those fish?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give them to the relatives. They're, they're pretty good eating fish. you got to get the red meat off the back of them, and, and that's kind of the fishy taste. But... Um, they're pretty good. I think they're... Do they smoke them? Well, some people do. Some people fry them up just like any other fish, hmm. you know. Hmm. But um, I guess uh, I don't keep them. I just don't like to clean them. It's such a armadillo texture to them. It's hard on your knife and your motor and your electric knife and everything else. So I tell my clients in the summer... I'll do ten of them. After that, you're on your own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zippy Dollar, guest from the Perch Patrol on Devil's Lake here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Let's get back to those perch. Are they easy to find? I mean, you talked about going forty miles on them. Are they are they easy to find, or and, and then how do you like to fish for them once you find them?
2: Well, it's a Devil's Lake because of our our freshwater shrimp. It's a notorious light bite here, and I think it is because they really don't have to chase nothing down to eat. You know, most lakes. Have a minnow forage base and, you know, they got to physically chase a minnow down to eat. Well, here it's, you know, it's food everywhere for them. So they don't have to move a lot to eat. So I think they become a little more lethargic and uh, their metabolisms are pretty slow in the winter anyway. So it really is a light bite. Having a good rod, using fire line, um, you know, no stretch, you, you know, you got to be able to sense that bite. It's honestly like a feather landing on your rod. And that's the hardest thing we do as, as perch patrol guys is teaching our clients how to catch those fish. And it's, it's just amazing. You know, people, a lot of our guests come for three days. You know, the first day they struggle and, you know, they, they, we try and tell them how to do it, but a lot of these people want to do it like they do it back home and <laughs> that doesn't necessarily work here. So it's uh, a lot of holding the rod very steady, a lot of slow lifts. Um yeah it's a very much a finesse bite, and day two, day three, they become experts, so it's fun to watch the progression of how they improve and We tell them all the time now imagine you go home <laughs> how much more fish you're going to catch, and they agree it's it, they definitely improve as anglers coming here.
1: sure I love asking this question because you can't ask this question about just any lake. So when when you're out there on Devil's Lake searching for structure, how often are you looking for humps and holes and weed edges, and how often are you looking for barns and road ditches?
2: (laughs) Well, we're mostly looking for structure when we're walleye fishing. You know, our walleyes love the flooded roads and they love you know all the humps and the the points. And but our perch are mostly you know a basin fish. we also have perch that are that like to, to live in the flooded timber and uh, that's a challenge on the on to its own yeah you know, in its own right but you know the majority of our bigger schools are are in the deeper basin water so
1: talking with zippy doll from perch patrol here on northland outdoors radio uh do you, how much time do you think you got left in the season and do you still have openings if people want to come out and fish with you
2: well, every morning, the first thing I do when I get up is I grab my, my iPhone and I look at the weather channel app and I look at the 15-day forecast. Um, four or five days ago, I didn't like what I saw. A lot of 40 to 45 degrees um, in another week or 10 days out. Now they've kind of dropped that back to the low to mid-30s, and, and I'm a little bit happier about that. The main thing is it looks like we're still going to be freezing at night, so... You know, I don't know, it's anybody's guess, Uh, you know, our ice typically goes a little faster here because it's, you know, we're flatlanders here. Windy. (laughs) Not a lot of of hills, not a lot of trees, so when that wind rolls and it's 45, 50 degrees, things happen, change pretty rapidly, so um, I'm hoping we can get to March 20th, I mean, I'd love to get to the end of March, but, you know, I really don't think that's going to happen probably, but. If we can get to the 15th, 20th, I guess I'll be pretty happy.
1: Sure. How do they reach you then if they want to come up and fish Devil's Lake with the Birch Patrol?
2: Uh, we, we don't have a lot of room left. <laughs> the only room we have left is probably between the 20th and 30th of March. But uh, they can sure look us up on the on the Internet. We have an availability calendar on there. That's uh, com, Or they can call me um, the Birch Patrol hotline, 701-351. Thirty-four, seventy-four.
1: Do you get into the snow geese at all in the spring? I know you guys get a few of them coming through that area there. Just a couple.
2: Yeah, we we haven't seen any yet. But uh, I don't do much hunting myself. But uh, there are people that do that do like to hunt those things in the spring. So.
1: Well, it's, it's a lot of fun, and, I, and I've and i been hearing some reports of geese actually getting into South Dakota already. They're, they're a little early this year, and I actually have one of the people responsible for us having a spring season on snow geese next on the radio show here, Dr. Robert Rockwell. He's going to talk about what the snow geese are doing on the tundra, how that spring season got started. It's a, it's a really neat interview, and it's coming up next. Zippy Doll, uh, Perch Patrol on Devil's Lake, thanks for being on Northland Outdoors Radio.
2: Well, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be on. Welcome back. Buy me a boat. You can buy me a truck. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.